1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast coming to you live directly after Arsenal's 1-0 defeat to Porto in the first leg of the last 16 of the Champions League. Familiar feeling this, being down, not quite out yet in the last 16 of the Champions League. I was fully prepared to be Talking to you, JJ, straight after the game about a boring nil-nil, how the referee slowed it down, how it's not the worst result in the world. We go to the Emirates, it's nil-nil at halftime, you know, the old cliche. But here we are, tyres turned on its head. Brilliant world-class goal, right to the death, but never should have happened, should it?
2: No, no, you, you, see, you see that out. I mean, um, it's, it's a worldie, but that from Martinelli when there's only that length of time left in the game to play a ball out as carelessly as that i mean rice probably should get a bit tighter as well and for me of, of course it's a weldy and it's a great hit i it's, I, I think i, I think uh, rea was too far off his line for me james i don't know if that's being harsh i mean if there's people oh, in I there think that, is. i think i think it's been slightly I, harsh I, I know you're
1: a big advocate of David Rowe as well. I
2: am. I am. That's why this is. This that. That's why it's pained me. I think he's uh, I think he's a bit. I think he's a bit too far off his line there for me. For my liking.
1: Yeah, it's Declan Rice for me. I think that just doesn't quite close him down quick enough. And I'm not blaming him because I mean the no. ultimate culprit here is Gabriel Martinelli. And I think it. It maybe shows a little bit of naivety, a bit of inexperience to be in such a. At that point, quite a comfortable game state. I mean, Porto weren't really doing a lot to test us at that point in the game. That's not to say they didn't earlier on in the game. But at that point, with a minute and a half left, just see it out for 0-0. Like a nil-nil draw, I don't think any of us pre-game would have been particularly infused by that. But first leg of the Champions League, by no means an easy place to go to. I mean, they're, they're in this stage of the competition for a reason. They had a very tough group stage. Nil-nil is perfectly respectable. Take it to the Emirates get the job done there. No shame in that. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But I just think it's that little bit of naivety, a little bit of inexperience in this elite competition that has seen that happen. And look, I'm not saying there's an excuse for that. I mean, look at how we've played recently. Five against Burnley, six against West Ham, beat Forest, beat Liverpool, beat Crystal Palace. I mean, we're on a fantastic run of form. Is it a bit too harsh, mate, if I say that this has brought us down to earth ever so slightly?
2: No. No. No, I think you're spot on. I think, I think, I think it, it it does knock you back down to earth, and it grounds maybe the manager and the players as well. I mean, this blueprint that you've just watched out there today, James, jumping the gun a bit, I know, but that's exactly, if not even worse, how Newcastle are going to play us against us on Saturday night. So you've got to be prepared for this sort of thing to happen again, unless you buck your idea. I mean, they won't have a ref. I I, I mean, for me, James, a top, top side, I'm not saying that we're not, you know, a good side, but a top, top side overcomes this ref that's blowing like this and everything else. But tonight, we just didn't have it. They did a number on Saka. They did a number on Martinelli. Uh, I thought Odegaard was too quiet. Again. Well, it's
1: interesting you say that they did a number on them. I think this was very reminiscent of some of those games we saw pre-Christmas where we had so much of the ball, but we just weren't able to do anything with it. I just felt like our front three, as they showed in those games where we struggled earlier on to get goals, to create chances, they just weren't in the game. Saka wasn't in the game enough. Trossard was, was barely in the game whatsoever. Martinelli, you know, he had a couple of runs that just bypassed him no one was trying to find these players it was really frustrating it was a little bit too tepid too safe lacking that kind of killer instinct that we've shown in, in games gone by do you think there was a slight nervousness from Arsenal heading into the match
2: i think that they were i think that they were confident in terms of what's been done previously but you got to remember this is the first time for I think I think they said on the commentary, wasn't it? I think it was nine out of the eleven that were there. This is their first time playing knockout Champions League football, so I, I think that that come into fa- into the factor. But it just completely, for me, I mean, I, I'm absolutely, you know, gutted and shell shocked here, James. I just cannot believe that that's happened the way it has.
1: Yeah I mean uh, sh- shell shocked is the word because I've got a little notebook in front of me of moments throughout the game that I wanted oh. to talk about it's, you know starting with that Saliba chance um at 34 minutes the Porto chance where it hit hit the post oh thing. god well th- that's
2: the thing if they scored that James it would have been uh, even worse they'd have sat back have even further yeah, yeah they'd have sat I back mean, even further
1: but I think you you, you have to I hate to say it, but you do have to credit Porto. I mean, the the, the, the way they played, I mean, it was very reminiscent of the West Ham game when they came to us at the Emirates. They just sat back, took their chances when they came and they could have had more. That's the, the the, the difficult thing for me to accept is that we had so much of the ball, but did nothing with it. Mm. Similarly to, like I say, what we saw pre Christmas and Porto. Yeah. We gave them some really good opportunities. So that's the, the worrying thing for me. Um, I'm not too sure where to start, mate, because like you say, I just, I just was not ready to be talking about a game yeah. we lost. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, do you think was maybe, I. maybe there's a bit of, I don't know if overconfidence is the right word to describe it, but I mean, we've had such a good run of form to now be in a situation where we, we've lost the game, which by no means should be seen as a disaster because, you know, it, it's effectively half time in the time yes. we take it to the Emirates. Last of time we, we played Porto in the Champions League, we lost the first leg 2-1 and then Nicholas Bent scored a hat trick in the return leg. You know, yeah. what I mean, I'm not saying we should bring him out of retirement anytime soon, but <laughs> I don't think Porto have, have won a game against English opposition in England. So it's um... apart from
2: when Jose beat him, I think, and then they won the whole thing. Yes, that's yeah. the only, I think that's the only time.
1: But we've certainly got the odds stacked in our favour. But I mean, when you're an Arsenal fan, that doesn't really mean a lot. So let's not no. um, let's not read into that too much,
2: oh, especially especially with our European pedigree. I mean, James. Again, I hate to play on the age card because it's such an easy one. But I sat there reading Twitter today, seeing four 0 five 0 and mm-hmm. I was just, I was just like, first of all, do your research. This, this these guys haven't lost at home since November. Mate, away, they don't travel very well, but at home, these guys are absolutely solid. And um, I, w- I was like, "It's going to be cagey, whatever. Whatever it's going to be, we're not going to absolutely smash goals past this lot tonight." So I was like, "I was expecting if we can get out of here with a one nil or whatever. Just by all means, it, it was. If even if you could draw, just don't lose." Uh, yeah, I well, would have been fine. we've well, we got it done. New. We've got it lost.
1: Yeah, I know I know it sounds really un- unambitious, um, but I tweeted at half-time that I'd have been very happy. Well, not happy, but I'd have taken a nil-nil because in the yeah, Champions League, yeah. away from home against any opposition in the knockouts, nil-nil away is perfectly fine. Take it to your place. Get the job done there. I mean, I say that. I've seen Arsenal go out to Olympiacos at home in the Europa League. So it doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> that the game of the Emirates is going to be a foregone conclusion. But nil-nil, I think for where we, we are right now, would have been absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, but like you say, it's hard to go back and talk about you know pre-match and moments that happened during the game because that last-minute goal just changes the entire context of how we're going to look at it. But I don't want to go too hyperbolic. I don't want to be too irrational because there no. were still so, some positives to take. I mean, it wasn't all absolute rubbish, but it's just that that classic pattern of all the dominance, all the possession, all the past completion, no end product, um, which has just been the tale of our, our season in patches. It's gotten better recently, but JJ, the question I'm going to put to you is we've scored so many goals recently. Why couldn't we lay a glove on Porto tonight?
2: I just think that they, you know, they just sussed it. They, just, and I, the other thing as well is, is we've been doing so many of these teams, James, because of how well we've been on the press. And again, like I mentioned before, and I don't, I don't want to come across as someone that's making excuses, but when we press teams in our league and our division and what have you. They don't fall on the ground and get everything. I mean, this 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 ref tonight, again, like I've said, you, you need to be better to, over, to, to overcome this sort of thing, especially in Europe, because this is how these teams in Europe play. But my word, there was a corner in that second half, James, where he blew for a stamp on the goalkeeper. The stamp was from his own player. It, it was absolutely unbelievable. The amount, I mean... <laughs> to give four minutes extra time when I think about eighteen minutes was just
1: their... well. Let's talk about that one minute in the first half.
2: Well, they just they did they just kept getting to re- every time we were trying to attack and everything else. I mean, the amount of corners we had as well, James, and we wasted them. It was just unbelievable. It what well, it was it was unbelievable. Um, we had a few. We had the one from Saliba and then the header from Havertz and Gabriel had that other one in the second half, but. They were never, you know, they were never going in. I mean, people are talking in the chat about Rice and what have you. Apart from that one mistake at the beginning and then at the end, I I did think that he was arguably the best one out there. I thought Kivy all had another good game as well, apart from, I mean, the one that he did, he had to because the gap, the guy would have gone completely through, cut it across. Um but we're talking about the players' naivety out there as well, James. I got I got to think a lot about the manager as well. To make just the one change of Jorginho, which was the right thing to do. However, that that from Martinelli towards the end, that to me is indicative of someone that's tired. So I'm like, you should have clocked that he's getting leggy, and and people go, yeah, but what you don't like, James, you don't like Nelson James. So who would he bring? I'm like, well there was option. You got. You can move Saka to the left and put Vieira on the right-hand side if you want to. Well, this this is interesting because we... Smith Rowe was there. You, you, had, we, you had But, but
1: I think, JJ, sorry to interrupt you, That's but right. I think this is kind of telling of how maybe Arteta views players like Nketiah, Nelson yeah. and even Smith Rowe. I'm going to give Vieira a slight pass on this because mm. he's just come back from injury, but I think he could fall into that category as well. When it comes to the crunch, elite competition. None of those guys came on but they'll come on against burnley west ham when the game is done but when you need a goal and we've had this discussion before yeah then nowhere to be seen
2: no and that's yeah and i mean if if he if he doesn't trust them enough to change games for him
0: we took it
2: all we brought them
0: to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse, oh, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16, now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com
1: to learn more.
2: Then why why give the 100 grand contracts out in the first place?
1: Big question we go, we, go,
2: we, go, we, go, we 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 Well, we go back to that argument again, don't we? It's you
1: know, We certainly do. I mean, look, there, there, there's lots of questions, as there inevitably will be, when when we lose a game. As I say, we don't want to get too caught up in the details of what's happened in the past because, look, we've been on such a good winning run. 21 goals in five games. In terms of the Premier League, we're absolutely flying at the minute. If we crash out of the Champions League, I think it's going to bring us back down to reality a little bit. But there's still another leg to go. It's only half-time. Let's not go too crazy on this one so let's take it right back to the very start of the game comment here from noonan thank you for your comment mate tactically did arteta get it right we saw the exact same 11 that's played the last two games scored 11 goals why change a winning formula
2: yeah yeah I, I totally get that i mean um for me again hindsight's a wonderful thing and based on that trossard performance You'd say tactically, no, he didn't get it right. But I did a podcast midweek with Melvin. Shout out to Melvin. um, And I said the only change that I would make is that I would start Jorginho and I would keep Havertz as an actual nine and not having him doing this eight and not. I would just have him up there. And that was purely based on, I think Jorginho is better against the low block. And I was like, these guys are going to play the lowest block of lowest blocks. And... Again, hindsight's a lovely thing, but yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I would have made that exact same change. It was after the Liverpool game 3-1 where I said, look, I'm not sure that Jorginho is going to be the guy to start in the in the Premier League week in, week out, where we can be a bit more expansive at times. But for the Champions League, I think he's going to be a big, big player. And we saw him come on. For me, he definitely should have started this game and that would have been in place of Trossard. I know Trossard's been really, really good. He's been playing some fantastic football, getting amongst the goals, getting amongst the assists. But this is a a different kettle of fish. And that's not to say that Trossard can't handle it at this level, but it's exactly what you say there, JJ. To have someone like Havertz leading the line, Jorginho in the middle, pulling the strings, just gives us a bit more control, a bit more balance. I think you need those eye-of-the-needle passes, particularly from deeper in your own half as well. And someone like Jorginho can provide that. It would have freed up Declan Rice. As you say, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Equally, I can't blame Arteta for not wanting to change a team that has scored 11 goals in two games. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Of course, Um it's just, like I said, obviously, hindsight is a, is a wonderful thing. And again, going back to my argument a minute ago about the players on the bench, I think if you have Trossard there on the bench to come yep, on, he, he is someone that you can trust to change something. Absolutely. Especially the more tired and everything that they were getting.
1: So I know we're not going to preview the second leg just yet, but I mean, obviously, this is going to be a factor. What do you think Arteta might look to change going into that game. And obviously we're talking about a tie that's three weeks away, which is crazy. I wish it was only two, but uh, we we could be looking at Gabriel Jesus being back, Zinchenko being back, Tommy Yassir being back, Thomas Partey. We, we know he's back now. It's just imminent from when he, for when he returns to the squad. Um, could look very different. Equally, you might have a load more injuries ourselves. Touch with that doesn't happen, but do you think he'll probably look to line up a bit, bit differently now?
2: Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing that's going to factor in is is uh, who out of those who is fit, because I think now, as much as I said I wouldn't change it due to what's happened, I think if Jesus becomes fit between now and then, I think you've got a plan. Because... Yeah, I
1: think you have to. This is this is the thing. I mean, I didn't want to lay into Trossard too much, but no. he was just, just anonymous for me this evening. And I think yeah. he was a little bit unsure of his role at times I'm not sure if you noticed but I'm not sure if it was in the first or the second half but he drifted so far out to the right and it was Saka that ended up kind of going into that center four position and I just think he did that because he wanted to get on the ball he just wasn't seeing anywhere near enough of it and okay you can't blame him but it definitely didn't work as effectively as it has done in weeks gone by and I, I kind of think that had a knock-on effect on Havertz on you know Odegaard. Um it was it was a bit disjointed for me and I think you're Going back to your previous point, if we just had Habits up top, kind of everyone knows where they stand. They know the focal point of attack. It, it would have worked a bit better for me. But look, I'm not going to lay into Arteta for not making that decision based on how the past couple oh, of games course. have gone. Yeah, you of know, course. Said it once. You know, you agree. I'm sure a lot of other people agree as well. Um, but it's just, it's just part of learning, isn't it? And uh, hopefully, in the return leg, he gets it right, and this game will be, you know. A a, a forgotten memory. Um, Interesting comment here from Canterbury Guna Says, we'll win the tie, but nights like tonight are the exact reason why we won't win the Champions League. Very bold statement. Um, I think it's too early to to be talking like that, to be honest. Um, But I definitely see your point. Uh, You do worry if we were to, to get, say, Real Madrid away, for example, we'd probably lose this game about three. 4-0 4-0 and that's not a nice fault but it sounds weird to be speaking in those terms given how solid we've been defensively in the Premier League and you'd say for the most part tonight we were fairly solid but we ended up giving away at least three chances that could have led to very good goal scoring opportunities.
2: Yeah Um I, I think obviously the more the game went on, he grew into it. But I, I did think James that Saliba had one of his worst games that I've seen in a long time. I I, I didn't, I, he just looked quite off and um, yeah, we need, you know, we know how important he is. Uh, there was, a, there was two blocks in the second half, like I said, where he grew into it and everything else. But I just think, you know, like how I'm sat here with you now and I'm frustrated I'm not a top-tier professional athlete, professional footballer. I can only imagine how frustrated they were getting being out there because, you know, the game that you want to play isn't working. You've got external factors going into it, like I've said. And it does it does affect, you know, it does affect your brain and what have you when you're trying it because you're just like, oh, you know, I'm trying, we're trying our best here, but we just keep getting completely done over. You know, the amount of time they're wasting, this is going on, that's going on. And that's what I really think we need to drill on because people will, like I've said, the amount of video analysis and data and everything that goes into these things now, James. Every team that we play will watch this back and go, just do this because they can't, they can't break that. And um, that's something that we need to get better. Then it, it was like we had regressed to back before we went to Dubai.
1: Yeah, Christmas. that that's exactly, like I said before, it was yeah. just around it, it, that Christmas it was, period. Yeah. It, no it, it reminiscence of that.
2: It was just so void of anything. And again, that makes it really hard and probably really horrible for our listeners because they're listening to try and get a glimmer of hope or a positive from myself. I know they've got some from you, but yeah, I'm I'm struggling, James. Well, look, I'm really, I, I, really I, struggling. I, I am. <laughs> it, a... It's half time. I'm not going to go, for you yeah. know, no, no, I think yeah.
1: we've we, we've got
2: a. I'm not breaking any furniture. We've either. got to look
1: at it in isolation because yes, the past five games have been fantastic. Of course, you can't can't argue with what we've done recently. Putting together a great great winning run, we win on Saturday. All all is forgiven. Well, all will be forgiven if we beat Porto in the return leg. That that's kind yeah, of exactly. what it's interesting on at the minute. But we've yeah. got to keep the winning momentum going. Get this result to the back of our minds and treat the return leg as a fresh slate. But the thing for me is we're getting all these repl- all these players returning from injury now. That will give us options. You look at the Arsenal bench this evening. As I say, we've referenced a few players like Nketiah, like Reece Nelson, like Fabio Vieira and even Emil smith that We're not entirely sure Arteta fully trusts when we've got someone like Thomas Partey back and he could be potentially a difference maker, touch wood if he can stay fit, but then you've still got Jesus, who's a massive player for us. Arsenal's number nine, Zinchenko, massive player for us. Tommy Yasu, likewise. So my hope is that when these guys come back, we have more options. We have more versatility. We start to see more from people like Smith Rowe when they get more minutes. So, Look, that's the positive spin I'm putting on it, that we've been restricted in terms of the options that we've had. I still think he could have done more tonight. I I still look at Smith Rowe on the bench and think he could have brought him on. And I think if we had to win the game, maybe he would have brought him on. But given that we were cruising almost towards a nil-nil at a very leisurely slow pace at that point in the game, maybe he didn't feel that there there was any real need to make that substitution. So, yeah, it's... uh, it's a really, really difficult one. But um, look, uh, I'm I'm not going to get too down in the dumps about it. I'm going to try not to be anyway. But like you say, we said shell-shocked earlier. That's exactly the term I would use. Um, how do we respond from it, mate?
2: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, like you said, we just got to go out there and beat Newcastle. Just got to win every single game we can up until that second leg, and then we got to win that as well. Because if we go out like we did tonight, and it happens again, I can't, I can't take another going out of Europe on a whimper, mate. I can't have it.
1: Yeah, I do worry about what the reaction might be if we were to go out in the last 16, particularly to Porto as well. Yeah, Because I think when people looked at this tyre, when we got it in the draw, everyone was pretty happy with it. I don't think anyone was under any illusions that this was going to be a really easy tyre. But look at some of the teams we could have potentially got. I mean, this was certainly one of the more favourable ones. And it's the Champions League. Anyone who joined the last 16 away from home will cause you problems that's exactly what we saw this evening but we have to beat them back in the return like if we go out of the champions league in the last 16 to porto that is not going to look good in arteta uh especially given his records in european competition as well i mean we know how we've gone out in a whimper in the europa league year after year after year um we're now in the big boy competition against a team that we should be having the beating of we're the third favourites to win the Champions League. But tonight, no, didn't look near it, did we?
2: No, no, not at all. Not at all. And that's, that again, it's, it's, it's cliche, I know, but you just got to dust yourself off and get into it on, uh, on Saturday night. Cause you know, they're going to be, they're going to be very, very annoying. Like Porto were annoying tonight.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: So just got to completely, you know, um, like I said, lick your wounds, dust yourself off and then let's get out there Saturday and turn it back round again.
1: Absolutely. And we'll take five, ten minutes to talk about the Newcastle game at the end of the show. But obviously, I think the majority of the people that are tuning in this evening are going to want to um, lick their wounds with us in relation to the uh, defeats to Porto this evening. Um, it was such a slow game, wasn't it, JJ? I mean, it was so frustrating in that first half, the referee slowing oh, it down. The I, I thought piece. I was watching
2: NFL, James. So stop start, I thought it
1: was NFL. The set piece has taken absolutely ages. Um, I thought we were quite sloppy at times as well. I mean, we have been so cute, so good with our passing in recent weeks that, again, this felt quite reminiscent of some of the stuff we saw when we weren't playing so well. There were a couple of misplaced passes, a couple of overhit passes. We just didn't look as cohesive, as organised, as fluid. The chemistry didn't quite seem to be there in the same way that it has been in previous weeks. Whereas for Porto, it was, it kind of felt like the opposite. They really seemed to have a good understanding when they went forwards uh, defensively, really, really solid. I mean, they've kept a clean sheet against us. But every time they got forward, just those little one-twos, those little flicks in behind. I mean, I noticed they did the back heel an awful lot and it seemed to work really effectively for them. But for us... I don't know about you but it just felt a bit clunky. I know the referee played a part in that, the greasy pitch played a part in that. I'm clutching at straws there but you know all of these things that can have an impact combined with us being that little bit sloppy just resulted in what we saw tonight, didn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah and um just sometimes especially when you're in, you know, the last 16s of Europe and everything you have got to be a bit cute like they were and um yeah, we got we just got caught with it and I think, you know, like you said earlier, that they, they were happy given I mean we had sixty eight percent possession at one stage, but they knew that we were probably gonna end up doing absolutely nothing with it. So they were just like keep giving them the ball. And that that to me is the ultimate, you know, the ultimate form of disrespect in football is letting a team have the ball because you know they're gonna do absolutely nothing with it.
1: Yeah, and um we've got to prove in that return leg that we certainly can. And I think that that will come with the options. I,
2: I just, I didn't understand the tempo, James. It just, it was so, you know, sluggish. Again, sorry to keep using all the cliches that I can. Do you, oh, but do,
1: do you think, JJ, there was maybe a slight change of mindset compared to the games that we've previously had? Obviously, we know in the Premier League, we have to win every single game because we're trying to keep the pace with Liverpool, with City. There's zero room for error in any Premier League game we play in yeah. the minute with this game you can afford to you know have a nil nil can't you
2: yeah i get i get that but and i wasn't expecting them to go out there and absolutely try and trounce everybody like we did and like i said as well earlier every time we did press someone falls over they they would get the free kick and then they reset and it ruins the press but just some of it okay, it just it i mean I, like I said to you, I I, I love Sacra and Martinelli, but they just, especially was it Ver, Varela or the the guy? Oh, well, he was playing, fantastic, wasn't he? He, he just he, he just swarmed both of them. He was just all, uh, and I, I have I to say just, as well, Pepe was good for them
1: at nearly yeah, forty-one. Was. Yeah, Kudos he was to him.
2: Yeah, yeah, because he's got the acumen. He, he he doesn't need he doesn't need the pace like Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva doesn't need the pace because he's got the brain and he knows he can suss this stuff out and everything. And I just, yeah, it just, again, like you said about Trossard as well, it just, it, weren't, it was like, where's the focal point? Where is the centre foot? There was sometimes, there was one in the first half, Martin fizzed the ball across, no one there. Second half, there was another one by Ben White, fizzed it across, no one in there. It's like, it's like where's the movement? It just, it was all seeming to be, You know, just like you said earlier, clunky, just had no, just had no purpose to it. And that's, you know, that's what's got to change.
1: Absolutely. And um, let's talk about our set pieces, mate, because we had (laughs) a hell of a lot. I'm just trying to find uh, how many corners we had. Uh, we had ten corners. I was this just evening. about to say it's either ten, 10. or eleven. Yeah, we we 10 had ten, and not to mention we had a couple of free kicks in very dangerous situations. All of them were rubbish. I hate I hate to say it, but they were all garbage, weren't they?
2: Well, some of the corners they were playing them deep because they were like, oh, we're going to do this Havertz at the back to knock it on, and hopefully someone. But after a while, when you just kept pinging and pinging and ping part of me was like, go, you know, like when. Um, trossard scored that really good goal against everton away because we were pumping the corners and then we were like do you know what we're gonna go short on this one and then we'll what what where was that tonight
1: well i'll tell you what there was that one good declan rice corner where fabio vieira whispered something in his ear and then he happened to find trossard in acres of space yeah and i know ali mccoyce was saying on the commentary that he could have hit the target with that one and probably should have hit the target I personally think he was in so much space and had so much time, he could have brought it down and whacked it into the roof yeah. of the net. But he just yeah. he just uh, levered it and it, it balloons over the bar. And I think that summed up Trossard's night. He had another opportunity like that. And he wasn't the only one. I mean, we had a couple of really wayward efforts, but I can't think of any genuine opportunity. I mean, can you think of a chance where we actually tested the keeper? Because I can't. I can't think of a save he made.
0: That's chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. No. I
1: can yeah, see you put yourself on mute, so that kind of sums it up, <laughs> Well,
2: it? yeah, yeah. Well, I couldn't think of any. <laughs> Apologies, <laughs> mate.
1: No, that's fair enough. And I think it just... It, it summarises how poor we were tonight in front of goal. We just really lacked that creativity, that that spark that's been seeing us through games, seeing us breeze through games against the likes of Burnley, West Ham, and was so instrumental uh, against Liverpool. That just creative edge that, that just wasn't there. And we just kind of reverted back to what we saw, just too safe, too passive. Um, and I really hope we don't see a performance like this again anytime soon. Because if we do then I think we've been speaking so much about potentially being back in the... Well, we are back in the Premier League title race, but also having a real go at the Champions League. You can't have performances like this. I mean, this has to be the very, very last one. And I'm not even saying that we were dreadful tonight because I don't think we were. I just don't think we did enough to deserve to win the game. Not sure we did enough to deserve to lose it. But the thing is, when you don't create enough you're always going to be susceptible to a world-class goal like we saw, a bit of good fortune that goes to the opposition, or earlier on in the game, Saliba daydreaming, and what would have been an equally very good goal uh, early on in the first half. So, yeah, a few things that went wrong. Performance is one. Not being creative enough is another. Referee, you know, that that plays a part. But like you say, JJ, that should become... Obsolete if we play our football um, and go out there and win the game. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go too over the top, but um, really disappointed with what I saw this evening. But you know, are there any positives to take from tonight?
2: Yeah, that 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 did hit the post and he missed the rebound. Because I would, um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> sounds funny. I, I, I'm, I feel better it only being one nil than it potentially being two. It's less of a it's less of a hurdle to climb.
1: Well, well, if it was if, to, do you it, think we could come back from that?
2: Well, I'll never say never, but you just don't know with these lot the way they defend. I mean, for me, when we get them back to the Emirates, if we can score within that first five to ten minutes, James, the lift it will give the crowd. Yeah, I mean, I think the, I think the crowd's going to be on it anyway because I've seen everybody in the world begging for tickets for this. Because it's the last sixteen of the champion. So if you have got one and you're not bloody up for it, then you don't deserve to be there, in my opinion. Because there's bloody half of Twitter that wants a ticket. No, given <laughs> so, how much it's cost for the exactly, tickets as well. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And um, so yeah, yeah but you, they better be bloody up for it if you're going. Um, but yeah, that if that if we have to make them come out and play. I think we I think we could act maybe not like you said about Ben but getting the hat trick but I could see us polishing them off quite with quite ease. If I'm not gonna go that far. But if I, they have I would to i take a 2-0. If they have to come out and play, I think we could do them.
1: Yeah, I think so because there is space in behind. I mean that's the thing. Yes. Um Martinelli and Sackham were in acres of space at times today, but they just weren't found. If we could no. get an early goal, you know, bring Porto a couple of yards further up the pitch, so they've got to come onto us. There is going to be spacing behind. There are going to be chances. And if we are able to have a few players back, Partey, maybe Trossard off the bench in this instance, I think we're going to be poised to win that. But look, that game is three weeks away. Lot can change. It feels
2: like forever, doesn't it? It does.
1: It really. And and it's going to feel like six weeks after tonight. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, if we'd have won tonight, it, it would have absolutely flown by. But it's going to be a, a long, long drag until uh, the 12th of March at the Emirates Stadium. So, look, um, we can only hope we have, a, a, you know, a near fully fit squad, um, you know, edging ever closer to return of Uri and Tim. But I don't think he'll make that game. But look, it's uh, it's still a lot to be excited about. Um, before we move on to talking about the Newcastle game, mate, any final thoughts on Porto, or is it just too sad at this point? It's too,
2: it's too sad. <laughs>
1: it's too sad. Well, I'm just but gonna anyway. I'm gonna add to the misery with this God. comment from Robert Stevens. Um, felt like we were going through the emotions. That's what's so annoying. No urgency. Felt like they didn't want it enough. Is that is that harsh or is that maybe bordering on the truth?
2: I th- I think he's spot on, Robert. Yeah.
1: How can they not want it enough? It's the last well, 16 of the Champions uh, League. Exa-
2: exactly, but. It's it's like you said before. You, you 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 see that you know with the right mentality and the right drive, you see that out. You don't let that happen, James.
1: I'm gonna go against the grain here. I don't think it's not not wanting enough. I think it's just a bit of naivety on our part. Maybe it's down to us. I, I hate the young excuse team, but look, reality is. Arteta has never managed the last 16 in the Champions League. It's new for him. It's going to be new for, well, so many of these players, almost all of them, pretty much. So I'm going to give him a slight pass on that one. So I'm not going to buy into the they didn't want it enough because I I definitely think they want it. I think they've shown in the past five games that they want it, that they're, they're up for the fight, that they can do great things. Um, And yeah, like Noonan says here, we need to relax. Is that fair?
2: Yes, of course it is. I mean, but the thing—the thing is, James, wanting something and then executing it. Two different things, it. exactly, yeah. exactly, and that's what we need. That's what we need to get better at.
1: Well, let's hope we can execute it at the Emirates Stadium. We will be, hopefully, doing a preview for that show, but that is uh, many moons away yet. Um, next up, JJ, it is Newcastle in oh, the Premier what, League. Whoop
2: to do! Another fun team to play.
1: Well, we're back at the Emirates Stadium. Newcastle uh, have been very out of sorts this season. Definitely nowhere near the level that they were last campaign. I think, obviously, a huge part of that is down to injuries. They lost Tenali early on in the season. Um, Fortune hasn't always been with them, but that's not to say that they still haven't kind of got the nucleus of that team still there and they're not getting the results and performances that we saw from them Last campaign, I personally think Newcastle at home is the perfect bounce back game. I don't think they'll cause us the same problems that they did at the Emirates last year in what was a nil-nil draw. Dreadful game. Horrible. Very, very eerily similar to what we saw this evening. But we came out of that one with a point at least. Um, I really think we can have the bees in Newcastle. I think we can beat them well as well, which might sound strange talking after what we saw this evening. But I think if we go back to what's been working so well for us, um, the fluid, exciting style of football, Newcastle's defensive record has been poor recently. So, yeah. Yeah, they, I they've, got, they've got a makeshift
2: defence, haven't they? They haven't got their proper centre-backs. I think it's Lascelles and somebody else. At the no, no, them? no, it's
1: Shaw and Botman.
2: I thought, I thought they what, they were both injured. One of them really badly hurt, weren't they? And then it's, it's been Laselles and somebody else. It last was week. for
1: a period, but I think, uh, oh, right. I believe okay. at least, let me check the team that played against uh, Bournemouth. Yeah. Shar um, and Botman. Yeah. Trippier, oh, Shar, Botman, okay. Dan Byrne.
2: Right, yeah. Oh, well. And shit. We go,
1: Come on, JJ. You're meant to be on the ball here. You're normally better with me at this sort of stuff.
2: I didn't watch Newcastle and Bournemouth at the weekend, mate. I'm sorry. It was on at the same time that Arsenal and Burnley were on as well, so I definitely. Well, you, you mean
1: you, you're, you're telling me you didn't forego Arsenal Burnley to watch? Yeah, Newcastle yeah. Bournemouth. Exactly, I like and, I
2: haven't, and I haven't watched Match of the Day this week yet either. I've got that. I've got that to watch in the next couple of days. But
1: yeah. Well, I mean, look, that's going to be the perfect pit me up after what you saw this evening. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you be changing going into that Newcastle game?
2: Again, depends who's there, doesn't it? If um, some of them you know, miraculously come back, then I think he could, you know, he could forgo it. But I don't know. I think, I think he'll stick it with the same it was if nobody else is. If, if no, if, if, Je- if Jesus is back, then he'll start him over Trossard, I think. But other than that, I don't think he changes a thing.
1: You think Tross, and um, Jesus comes straight back in, even yeah. though he's been injured for a while.
2: Yep. Yeah. It, especially after tonight. I think he, he swaps it that quick.
1: Yeah, I think so. But I still think there's a place for Trossard. I'm not. Oh, so gonna... do I.
2: Oh no, no. I, I I love Trossard the bits. I think he's a fantastic player, James. He's one of my favourites. But I I believe that he would, if if Jesus is ready to go at the weekend, I think he he pull
1: he puts him in regardless. I think it's really important that we get Jesus back for the return leg like of Porto that's the game where I would definitely be looking to start him. Jesus leading the line, and then I probably wouldn't change much about the rest of the team. Maybe bring Zinchenko in, um, given that we'll be at home, if he's even fit come that point. I really hope he is, but we don't really know what the extent of his It's weird, isn't
2: it? Because he did the conference, obviously, pre this game, and we had nothing back on Tommy, Jesus, or Zinchenko. So there was no time frame. There was no what is the extent of what is wrong with all of them? And I'm like, that's very, very weird, especially Tomiyasu. Cause he played every single game for Japan and then he flew back and I'm like, well, was there something wrong with him whilst he was with Japan? Cause I've seen some people say, Oh, he's got some kind of foot injury. And I'm like, well, where's he picked that up from?
1: Yeah. I think there's this weird anticipation, at least from the fan base that these guys are all around the corner like we're just expecting them to, to yeah. be in, in training one day. You know, we're, we're yeah. hoping to log into Twitter on a Monday morning and, oh, there they all are, you know, that didn't take long. Reality is it's just taking more and more and more and more time and we just don't know what the extent the injuries are. I mean, the Tommy Yasu one is a really relevant one for me because yeah, what is going on there? He came back from injury, played against Fulham when we lost that game, went to the Asia Cup, played the majority of the games for Japan, comes back and has just evaporated into thin air. I mean, I can't get my head around that one. If he's got an injury, something like that, I'd really like there to be some clarity over what's going on there. Same with Zinchenko. He went off against Liverpool. We don't even know what the injury is there. Jesus, don't really know what's going on there. I mean, we're so close to having a fully fit squad, but the guys we're missing are so important. You look at our bench this evening, and apart from Jorginho and Smith-Rowe, no one else really on there that's going to make yeah. a difference.
2: Well, they, they had the they had the shop from Lakeside on there, didn't they? Sweets from Heaven or whatever it's called. They had, they, they had that on there. We had Sweet Heaven on the bench. I couldn't believe it. I, I was like, I don't even know who these two are.
1: Well, there was some crazy stat as well I saw before the game that the last time Arsenal got past this stage of the competition in the Champions League, Ethan Omanieri was three years old. Doesn't that make you feel a little bit sick?
2: Well, yeah. But then, I, you know i'm 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 the same age as Jorginho, and I'm hearing people say how old Jorginho is and I'm like he's the same age as me so
1: he's looking good on it though and so are you so well don't...
2: i'll take i'll take that because uh you know I, although i'm 32 years old i i feel like I look like I'm in my late 40s so i'll take that thank you no,
1: don't be it serious. doesn't it doesn't
2: help that I'm permanently miserable as well that 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 affects my face a lot.
1: Come so. on, mate. The the last couple of weeks, the last five weeks of putting Arsenal have put been blinding.
2: Oh, I know, but I've just got I've just got a miserable demeanour, James. That's just how I am.
1: And that's why we love having you on this podcast. Exactly,
2: exactly. Well, um, I, and and all, and all the listeners do too. I hope.
1: Oh, they absolutely do, mate. They absolutely. <laughs> if, do. if they haven't
2: if they haven't been reaching for the phone for Samaritans by yet, uh, I'll be proud of them. So thank you.
1: <laughs> Beautiful. Another comment here from uh, Robert Stevens. He'd like to see Emil Smith-Rowe start against Newcastle. And I think there's a really good case for that, to be honest. Does um, he actually
2: mean the wide, wide left or in the left eight?
1: On the le- Oh, I'm guessing by that comment, on the left in place of Martinelli, which I would not be okay. in favour of. I would personally like to see Smith-Rowe...
2: Huge call, with, if that's what he means.
1: Very big call. Very big call. He does say extreme, I know. So maybe that, that yeah. is exactly what he means. Yeah. Um. So no, for me, I, I would be sticking with Martinez despite having a bit of a touchy game this evening. I mean, look, got to take the brunt of the criticism for that goal, but that's part of football. You know, got to take it on the chin, move on, learn from it. Uh, Martini's been really good in recent weeks. So I'm not going to hold that against him, but it, it is a mistake and one he's got to be held accountable for. But the best thing he can do now is go out there against Newcastle score a goal, get an assist, put in a worldy performance, show us exactly why he starts for this team week in, week out, and I, I wouldn't be dropping him, but I would like to see Smith-Rowe start in the left eight role, guards on the right-hand side, Rice at the base, Havertz up top, Saka on the right. I mean, that would be my front six. I think the back five, including the goalkeeper, effectively picks himself. But is there anything that you would like to see different going into the Newcastle game? Maybe a Jorginho start?
2: Don't see like you said. I know that Newcastle aren't as potent and as threatening, but I do feel against because they will. They'll deploy. They'll deploy a low block again, like we had tonight. And I, I he, for me, he's a great passer and unlocker of you know low blocks and finding space. So yeah, I would. You know, like I said earlier, Trossard out, Havertz up top. If uh, obviously Jesus isn't fit, and um, I'd go for—I mean, it's harsh in it because he's been—you sc- know, Trossard's been scoring. It's, it's, it feels nasty doing it, but I know. But the thing yeah. is, it the
1: the the word I would use to describe it tonight was it felt a little bit stale, yes. and that's that's not a bad thing. You know, no. it's, why, it's why you have options. It's why you have different personnel within the team, so that when it yeah. does become a bit stale. Yeah. You can mix it up. And I think yeah. we've seen this lineup for a couple of weeks in a row now. I think it's time to mix it up a little bit.
2: Yeah, I think I think I'd put Jorginho in as well, just for the experience and the extra leadership, because they are going to try and antagonize. And I think he's very good at calming other people down. You know, uh, uh, Odegaard's obviously he's got the armband and he's good at it as well, and so's Rice. But I think Jorginho's just an extra, you know, there was a bit there was bits in that Liverpool game where Jorginho's literally telling, pass that there, do that here, get that there. And I I think that would be really, really important against, I mean, a lot of people are going to go, well, really, do you want to play two sort of defensive players at home against Newcastle? Don't you feel that's a bit negative, but we know Rice is good at the eight just as well as he is in the six. I mean, there's people that James, that are calling for Rice to be permanently at the eight instead of the six. I'm one of yeah, I mean there's all this talk of this Super Mendy or whatever his name is coming in in the summer and if that happens well if he's going to be what a 50 plus million outlay potentially on a player is he really what he's, he's going to be <laughs> he's going to be sitting on the bench as a sit- I mean if Arsenal are spending 50 million on sixes that sits on the bench that's a completely different change in direction of what this football club's been for a very very long time because I don't believe we pay 50 million for any player and they sit on the bench.
1: Absolutely and I think I know a lot of people view Jorginho as a defensive player, but when you look at what he offers to the attack in terms of some of the passes he makes going forward that unlock defenses coming from deep, yeah. just because he starts in a deep position doesn't mean he's not able to play a pass that's oh, so no. his way. So I, I've not, I've personally got, I don't view it as defensive. That would no. be for me, whether it's Smith Rowe, whether it's Jorginho, I yeah. think given what you've said there, you're kind of making me lean towards Jorginho. I think after a game like tonight, where the ship is a little bit rocky, mm-hmm. maybe you need someone like him to come in and just yeah. steady it. And I don't think it's going to make us any worse. So I think if uh, a good if, shout.
2: Sin- if Sinchenko or, T- or Tommy are fit, are you are you still sticking with Kivu, your mate, or are you swapping them?
1: If Jorginho starts, I wouldn't be starting Sinchenko as well. I think that's asking for problems. Great um, point. And Great I point. yeah, same as me. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be throwing Tommy Yasu in if he's carrying an injury or, or, you know, has been dealing with something over the past couple of weeks, you know, we have, we've not seen him in training yet. So I'm not sure he, he's making the squad for Saturday, if I'm being quite frank about it. And Kivior's been good, and he was still good tonight. I mean, he there was, was that, yeah. that one moment where the player got past him, and he made the challenge, got the yellow card. But like you say, he had to make that challenge; he didn't have a choice. It would have been worse if he'd have let him go past him. So I, I didn't have an issue with his performance. I think he's looking really good. I would stick with Kivior until he does something that makes me think, yeah. It's it's time for a switch up, but it's going to be good when we've got the option of Zinchenko, Tommy Yasu at some point, Yuri and Timber as well. Uh, it's just going to make things so much more refreshed. Um, but look, mate, it's getting on now. It's quite late on a very sad Wednesday evening. What's Rob, proved to be. Rob
2: Robert's put, his uh, he has put that he wants Smith Rowe over Martin Lilly in that left. Fair play. That's bold.
1: That is bold. Smith Rowe's up front. Yeah. Very dainty. But yeah. could work. Yes. Yeah. Smith Row false nine. Let's go crazy. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Um and yeah, just to end on comment here from uh regular tuner in of the show, Yamara, hope you're doing very well, Yamara. Um screw today's game on to the next. <laughs> what more needs to be said, mate? Yeah,
2: exactly. exactly. Well, JJ, thank well, you. Well, if you, you want to that. cheer yourself up, then James, I'm gonna be shameless and I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the plug here, which is normally your job. But if you do want to cheer yourself up. Go buy some Roof art.
1: You've done it for me. Yeah. I'm not going to get in trouble. What not better going
2: way than putting something like you've got behind you there on your wall or just, you know, on your desk in front of you. Well, your actually
1: room. JJ, I'm going to have to stop you there because this above me here is not Roof art. This, on this one, on is. Yeah. this one is, this is the wonderful. Yeah, I know you had one in there. The that, room. Yeah. That, there that, you go. There we go. That. That's it. If you yeah. want one of them in your bedroom, in your office, in your living room, get over to Roof Art. Fantastic artwork, fantastic pin badges, cards, sculptures, whatever you need, always (laughs) developing, always evolving new little bits of artwork. Fantastic sponsor of the show. If you need something to cheer you up, like JJ says, get yourself over there. But look, it's my turn to do the plug now. This time for you, mate. Make sure you subscribe to the James Johnston YouTube channel. Follow JJ at LL Call James91, and we're going to have you on the show again, aren't we, soon, mate?
2: Yeah, hopefully in better circumstances.
1: <laughs> I hope so. Um, I'm,
2: I'm glad we've got nearly 50 minutes out of that, James, because uh, I didn't know how I was going to stretch 50 minutes worth of chat there. But it's just a compliment to you as a host, as always.
1: Well, look, I've really struggled at times. T- t- <laughs> like, like, like I said at the start of the show, I was very, very prepared to be talking about a nil-nil. I had all yeah, my notes in exactly, a alarm. Exactly, yeah, and I then shh. Yeah. Yep, pretty <laughs> yeah. much, you know, I, I was buzzing to talk about that Saliba chance of 34 minutes but no nope, <laughs> it's gone, it's ruined um, yeah. so yeah we'll, we'll leave it there thank you for every to everyone that's tuned in look I know it's not been an easy one this evening but uh, it, we're 1-0 down at half time, look at it that way we've got some very very favourable games coming up, Newcastle at home Sheffield United away um, let's take it to them, let's get back to winning ways on Saturday 8pm at the Emirates Stadium we're down, certainly not out We've lost the battle. We've not lost the war. Up the Arsenal. See you later, guys. Bye bye.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.